0: Hey beauty business babe, my name is Kelly Callahan. I'm a corporate dropout turned beauty business CEO. I started my journey seven years ago with the last $2,000 in my pocket and a huge vision to succeed. Since then, I've been able to grow my small mobile spray tanning business into a half a million dollar international business. I'm here to share my knowledge so you too can create more income and have more freedom because if i can do it i know that you can do it too sis let's get glowing hey you guys welcome to another episode of the beauty business babes podcast this is your girl kelly callahan and i have you guys here on youtube and you over here listening on beauty business babes how are you guys doing i hope that you guys are doing absolutely amazing Today is a great day, it is Friday, and today is part two from the last episode, okay? The last episode was why you are not getting new clients. This episode is why you're not keeping those clients. Why are you not getting return clients? Because both are very important. I think a lot of the times we focus so much on the new client that we oftentimes forget about the loyal, nice, juicy client over here that we've already worked with. And maybe juicy wasn't the right word. That kind of sounds a little gross, but you know what I'm saying, right? This client that already knows you, that should like you, and that should trust you to provide the service because you've already done it for them, okay? So let's get into why you're not getting return clients. Number one maybe you were impersonal. (sighs) When it comes to beauty, I feel like we have to be very, very careful with how we show up, energetically speaking, okay? A lot of the times you beauty professionals are in their hoo-ha, you are seeing this person naked. I mean, they're at a very vulnerable state. If you do not make them feel comfortable, they're never going to come back to you. That, I promise. And most of you guys are dealing with intimate times. (laughs) Intimate parts of the body, right? There is a lot of trauma that goes along with, you know, things like that, right? A lot of hurt, a lot of pain that many women especially endure endure over their lifetime. That we really need to create a safe, space that makes them feel super comfortable so that they can know that you are the person to go to for their waxing, their lashes even, I mean, all kinds of stuff, spray tans, whatever we do for them, facials, yada, 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 okay? So a couple of pointers when it comes to creating that rapport with your client is talking more about them than you talk about yourself. This is something I've learned very well, very, very well how to do. I was not aware of this back in the day. When I first started my business, I wasn't very aware of this. I was like, well, all I know are stories about me. All I know are the things that I know, which is me, right? But we want to get into a place of understanding and getting to know our client if they're open to that. Because some people really just wanna come in get their service done and get out and I think you guys are smart enough to understand how those clients act and what they look like. because um, oftentimes they're just gonna give you one-word answers, right? Or they're just gonna be kind of just like standoffish, which is totally fine. If you want a quiet appointment, which is something I've heard about this year, that's totally fine. I'm like that sometimes when I get my hair done, or especially when I get my nails done. I'm just like, I just want it to be quiet. This is like me time. Um, so it's not to be rude, it's just it's me time, and I'm so happy to get out of the house sometimes, you know, away from all of the noise and away from all of the problems that can come up on a day-to-day basis. Being a uh, customer and going to a salon, it's kind of like my getaway. So I hope that you never perceive that client to be rude necessarily, but maybe they just need some alone time, which is totally fine. But if you got Chatty Kathy in there or somebody who just seems open to chatting with you, Ask them all the questions. This is how good it is to just kind of go in the flow of things. Like asking them about them will never stop the conversation because one, you got the question, they got the answer. So they're going to be talking most of the time, most of the time, (laughs) but for you, as the beauty business professional that you are, you know, talking about like where they're going, um, you know, what they do, how many kids do they have? Like, I think it's really comforting when somebody wants to get to know me personally. When I'm getting something as quick as a spray tan, or even if I vibe with them during lashes. And I'll just give you an example, like massage, right? Massage is one of those things where typically you get a massage and it is quiet. That's just kind of the norm. But I love my massage therapist so much. And we have such great, deep, spiritual conversations that I can't shut the hell up during my massage. And I'm okay with that. Whereas like seriously, with any other masseuse, that would not be the case. Okay, and I drive an hour to see this woman one way because I love her so much. So that just kind of puts things into perspective as far as like how you build rapport, you know, asking them questions about them, their day, really truly caring about them and making sure that you're treating them like they are a guest in your home because they are. They're a guest in your salon and you want them to come back. So Be personal if you feel like the vibe is right, and you know, have fun. Don't be all nervous because that energy people can feel. Just flow, just love it, just flow. Find a new friend within this little relationship, this little 15 minute or an hour, whatever time that you have with your client. Make them your BFF. The next thing here is that you did not communicate proper expectations. So when it comes to not getting return clients, perhaps you didn't explain things well enough for them to have a good experience. So whether that's prep work that they have to do prior to coming to the salon, maybe that's um, giving them a rundown of how the service is gonna work, especially if they've never gotten that service before, and also the post-care. I know that pretty much every single service that is in the beauty industry requires some post-care information and instruction. So if you did not properly communicate with that to them, then what can happen is a bad experience where their tan fades faster, their lashes come off faster, their facial, like they just don't really see a difference, Um, they're waxing, I don't know, maybe it just is sore or something like that, but setting the proper expectations for what could happen and what they need to do in order to have the best experience is so important. And I would not only verbally state this, but I would have it on my website and I would also give them a postcard. So that way they can take this home and review it because a lot of the times, we're in a rush or we're just thinking about other things and we forget all of the information that is given to us so it is important for us to communicate properly and set the right expectations all right Hey Beauty Business Babe, have you thought about starting your own spray tanning business? Or perhaps you've been in the industry for a while and maybe you're feeling like you could use some education, some inspiration, and some love to get to that next level of your business. I am here to announce that Slay the Spray 2022 is going virtual. So if you cannot make it to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, September 23rd to the 25th, Registration is now open for virtual guests. I want you guys to be there and get ready for the most transformational spray tanning business event in the entire nation. If you're ready to turn your sunless business into a six-figure powerhouse, you want to be at this event, either in person or virtually. We are going to have 20 different trainings for you at this event, all valued at over $3,500 but for you at a fraction of the cost. Head on over to slaythespray.com and click on the virtual option to join us virtually from your home, in your PJs, drinking wine. I know, I know, girl. (laughs) I can't wait to see you in person or virtually at Slay the Spray. The next thing is you are not following up. I'm going to ask you something real quick and you got to be honest, okay? You can be honest, you can yell it out because I'm never going to hear you right now. <laughs> do you guys follow up with your clients? Like, Do you send them a text message the next day asking them how their service went? Or do you have an automated email system set up where it automatically sends them an email which is what I would recommend um, asking them how their service went? Do they have any questions? And if they do, give them the opportunity to ask you. Offer a phone number or an email address or something where they can contact you if they do have any questions. So really like nurturing your client even after their service is done is very important and I think it's often overlooked. A lot of us think like, whew, we got that service done. Okay, we did a good job, that's great. I believe that the whole entire experience happens from the moment that your client sees you or finds you until the very last piece of their service is faded or completely off, if that makes sense. So for example, if we have a Lash person, a Lash client coming in, the service starts from the moment that she finds you, booking, getting all set up getting to you, getting the service, and until she needs her next appointment, her fill, or until all of her lashes fall off, I believe that's the entire experience. And so for me, it's not just getting the client and then saying, phew, it's done, I don't have to do anything else. We really have to nurture that client and let them know that we care about them and we want to give them proper information, follow up with them, make sure that they loved their service, and then offer them solutions if something did go wrong or offer them a way to get in contact with us if their experience was subpar. Okay, we're here to be badass beauty professionals. Okay, badass, not mediocre ass, not one cheek ass, not a little tiny baby ass, not a concave ass. We're here to give all of our ass to <laughs> this service. We wanna be on it, we wanna make sure that these people are just loving it so much because what happens when they absolutely love 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 the service they will leave you a review and they will tell people about you and if their service was just mediocre if it was just okay it's very unlikely that they're going to leave a review or refer people to you and of course if the service went just to shit, something happened where you didn't show up Or like their lashes fell off immediately after those types of instances, those are bad instances, right? They are typically going to tell people about it and they're going to leave bad reviews. And to be honest, those clients are the loudest clients, you guys, even louder than the five-star clients. The clients that are wowed they are louder than them so we cannot ever let that happen we need to step into our power say i own this entire experience right now and i'm going to make sure that i do whatever i can in my heart in my soul in my mind my body to make sure that this person has the best experience possible all right the next two things okay we got two more the next thing is price and perceived value. Maybe you're not getting return clients because your pricing is wrong or the perceived value of your service, you are not sharing that enough or you're not sharing that correctly. So perceived value obviously is going to be much different depending on who you're talking to, right? So this kind of goes back to last week's. You have to know your target audience and you have to bring those people into your business because those are the people that are going to value your business and your services they're going to have a higher perceived value than somebody that is complete opposite of your ideal client does that make sense so we have to make sure that our messaging is on point that we are offering the value of the service and sharing that with people because a lot of people think like oh wow 15 minutes for a spray tan but I can get it for, you know, $19 a month at the spray booth. Okay, you can, but it is a much different experience. And sunless artists, if you guys are listening to me right now, go to a spray tan booth. Go. Go do it. (laughs) Especially for those of you guys who have not done this very often or ever, go to a spray tan booth and compare that to a service that is an airbrush tan. Those are two completely different audiences and they're two completely different experiences in my opinion, okay? And I know a ton of people who offer booths and they offer airbrush spray tans done by hand. Um, So I'm not knocking the service, Margaret, if you're listening. I am saying that those are two different experiences and there is a reason why airbrush spray tans are higher priced than a booth tan, okay? So, you want to make sure you're setting the expectation when it comes to value and what you are providing as the service provider and then you also want to take a look at the price does the price match the value if somebody down the street is offering hand done spray tans airbrushed tans for 25 dollars, i bet you they're not offering all the things that you're offering which is like powder sticky feet hair nets nose filters wiping the hands afterwards um, really taking care of your clients and really like giving your all to this, I bet you they're not. So I want you to be aware of that and really understand that you can price higher than your competitors. It's not a race to the bottom of pricing. It's actually something where you can price higher and you also must give the value of that, okay, Um, to be able to match that price. So I hope that makes sense. The last thing we have on here, and this actually is one that I had last week. Can you guys guess what it is? It is not being convenient. So you are not getting return clients because you are not convenient. And this can be a couple of different things, but the main thing that I think about is your hours and how easy it is to book with you. Um, and perhaps, mm, what else? Maybe like parking situations can have something to do with it. Or if you're super, super busy and it's really hard to get in those types of things. So I hope that really helps you guys. I love you guys long time before I let you go. Let me just do a quick, quick summary of why you might not be getting some return clients. Okay. So number one is you are impersonal. Number two, you didn't communicate proper expectations. Number three, you are not following up. I always say there's fortune in the follow-up, so remember that. Number four, your price isn't matching the value. Number five, you're not convenient. If you guys have any more thoughts on this, I would love to hear it. You guys can DM me at I am underscore Kellyanne. Otherwise, I love you guys. Long time and have a great day weekend, Friday, whatever day it is that you're listening to this. (laughs) It's my Friday today, so I'm about to go have some fun. Love you guys. I am so sad that the episode is over but we can still connect even further. Head on over to Facebook and add yourself to the Beauty Business Babes Facebook group. We have 9,500 women from all around the world that are in the beauty industry. And I promise you, it's not like other Facebook groups. We are high vibe, energetic, and we are definitely there to help one another out. I can't wait to see you there.